Hello. Oh, don't start. Oh, what? Oh, okay, you already. Oh, okay. What we're we gonna say? We're, no, this is a perfect I said, start. I, I, I said don't don't start so hot like last time because you're gonna burn out really fast. Uh, we should have like maybe like a gradual. No, gradual but we need speed. we need the grip. We need to bring people in. All right. And all right. Like a slow build. A I think you you bring it. You like bring him in twice as much as as me and uh, me and Zush do. Cause... Listen, I just need to yell for the first five minutes right, of every right, show, sure. and that's sure. all we need. All right. Right, to scare off it. all the potential listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? All right. Uh, so, I, I think I think let's I think we're gonna skip right the first. I was thinking about this. All right, we put on our topic hot takes because I was thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if we had hot takes in the beginning? But the truth is, all right, that I feel like our hot takes come naturally throughout the show. All right, that's true. So hot takes is a just a overarching segment in our show. That pops up at random places. Sound good? All right. All yeah, right. sure. All right. So uh, we're going to start off in that case with the uh, Zooch Z Custom Cardies. <laughs> okay. Uh, as the first segment of the day. Let's do it. Uh, sure. Oh, there's no like preemptive rant about anything in particular or listen, just getting right listen, into content? Listen, I, I went. I took a nice salt bath, all right, with hot water. I'm relaxed. A bath right? bomb. A bath bomb. All right, I had candles, scented candles. It was great. All right, we're relaxed a bit. All right, we're 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 going in a little bit more chill today. I just don't want to like confuse our usual listeners. I mean, who might be like <laughs> expecting a 30 minute rant. I mean, listen. At the beginning. Listen, you know, you know what our most uh, listened to podcast is at this point please still the first one all right the artifact oh, x wow. uh in it for the long haul right but we did retain <laughs> about half those <laughs> so you know i think we're doing better than uh valves that's all i'm saying all right it had a good title there it did it was just the long haul all people want to do is just search up long haul like that's all they care about all right we Zuchus. could change the yeah okay get into it i was gonna it. say we uh, I can't say any more jokes. I'll just uh, go right into it. We're going right. to say change it to like the Long Haul Podcast? No, that's already yeah, another exactly. podcast. Go check them out. Um, anyway, keep right. going. All right. So, uh, yeah, as per usual, um, based on last week's podcast, uh, here is – I've got two cards for us, both by Shotgun Paul, same guy who did both of our cards last week. Uh, I just really like – first of all mm. – I have no affiliation with this guy. I just think he makes really good cards. Mm. So if I'm at Valve, I would take a long, hard look at this guy and try to hire him ASAP. Um, So the first is based on the newest Dota hero, Mars, who was recently spoiled in their, like... You know, I don't keep up too much with Dota, but I know that that was sort of, like, a big thing um, that happened in the past week. So uh, for those of you who are not aware... Mars is the god of war. I want to say Roman god of war as opposed to Greek god of war, but someone can correct me. Um, yeah, Ares, anyway. is the, Ares is the Greek god of war, right? I'm just going off yeah, of the, just, the video game. I just never remember the which one which one is which, but then I remember Romans were arrogant and named all the planets after their gods, so that's how I, I remember that's it. How you know. um, yeah. So uh, here's Mars. It's a red hero. He is a 619. So stat-wise, sort of par for the course. 
Um, maybe it's it's almost axe like, but it's a little bit worse than Keith. I don't know. Stat wise, he's fine. Uh, his pass, his active ability is uh, activate three, stun the unit blocking Mars this round, deal two damage to that unit's allied neighbors. Um, and then his signature card, which in my opinion is the coolest signature card that I've seen to date. It costs seven. It's an improvement. And it says, after the first combat phase, there is an additional combat phase. Tickety-tack-tack-tack. That's I will say, like initial initial thing, this is all pretty accurate to the to the what the character actually does in uh, in Dota or the abilities that we've seen. So, what? Well, so I, mean, I like that. So, as someone who has no idea what they spoiled for the Dota character, can you maybe enlighten us? And by us, I mean me and the podcast listeners. Uh, well, his I don't I don't have it up with me, but right from what I remember, his Q is. Exactly that. It is it the the ability name is accurate. Spear of Mars, uh, and he throws it, and it'll impale the first person. And if there's something behind him, like a tree or a wall, it'll it'll stun them. And if it hits anything else in its uh, in its trajectory, it'll also I think deal damage. I don't remember if it'll stun them. It might slow them. So this is sort of following that same idea. It is stunning the thing directly in front of him, and is also affecting the things adjacent. So that's accurate. Uh, his ultimate ability creates this giant arena that traps people within its uh, within its radius. So I can see how that how that idea is sort of being translated here to this uh, to the signature card. Okay, so for, from my perspective, as someone who knew literally nothing about the actual Mars hero from Dota, mm-hmm. I just thought this was a really cool design. Okay, uh, and the fact that you are sort of reinforcing that by saying it's really accurate to what they are already already designed just really warms the cockles of my heart. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm happy to warm your cockles. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, I mean, I think this is the first ability that we've seen that's like uh, an activated ability that stuns a hero. Am I incorrect in that? I mean, we have a bunch of that disarm, I think, uh, right? You would think we would have one, right? Um, there, yeah, there, there's definitely one that, uh, something in blocking, uh, we have, we have a couple, I think, uh, abilities that have that, um, this, you know what, it just, it just reminds me of, um, I think Disarm, right? Doesn't Disarm the card itself literally do that? But I don't know about heroes specifically. Well, I mean, so there are a bunch of things that stun, in, like I think um, intellect devour, it, not intellect devour, otherworldly devour. Yeah. His card stuns, right? Mm-hmm. So there are signature cards that stuns, but there's no hero that has an ability that stuns. So I, I kind of like that, but I, I think that that's wait, not wait, wait. Partic- there's no hero that has an ability to. St- well, it doesn't, because I mean you have tide, tide right? Oh yeah. shit, you're right. <laughs> tide doesn't get to pick. Oh, and right. and Earthshaker. And Earthshaker. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just dumb. Just ignore me. All you right. guys play Artifact? Because I, I don't. I don't know. Tough. I mean, you know at this point... Can we rewind the last two minutes? Because I feel <laughs> stupid right now. No, it's all good. Listen, but listen. I... This is what's going to happen, all right? We're going to have people already like messaging in the Reddit thread or tweeting at us saying, oh, 
look at the mistake that he made and then two minutes later we correct it just like the last time when you were talking about that person that made that card or the, yeah, the Mar- thing about Mark Rosewater v. Yeah. Mike Flores. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, irrespective of all of that, I, I do want to say that I think Arena of Blood is like the coolest card, coolest signature card by far, and maybe one of the cooler cards that I've seen. Like it's big and it's splashy. And in Artifact, I think this sort of effect is so much more interesting and powerful than it is in something like Magic or, I don't know, Hearthstone. Um, I don't yeah. know if there are other corollaries I, it, to other games. Yeah, but... no. In most games, if you do this, it would usually mean the person that has that is playing currently would get like two turns, right? Um, but in in artifact itself, it'd be like, okay, well, we have all this back and forth, and then all right, let's try that again. All right, after the after we fight, let's try that, like let's stay on this in this lane, and let's let's have I guess an extra it... turn before the round ends. So. I think I'm really glad that it costs seven because I think it, it. This is one of those cards that could just let you tower or kill an ancient just like that, like oh, out of nowhere. Oh, that's true. I haven't thought about that. That would really change the pace of the game. It also like, has. It also has one of those uh, that nice design trait of a card that it takes skill to use. It's not necessarily a you play it and then it just you know wins you the game or advances your board state. It's it's you have to play it at the right time. And in yeah. fact, because it's mandatory. You play it one turn and you get the benefit out of it uh, for one turn. You know, a couple turns down the line, your opponent is now using it against you. Uh, that that could be possible. Yeah, like what happens when you play this card and you're like, "Ha ha, I'm gonna get this guy," but then he gets you, and then you're like, "Wait a second, I didn't want this thing to happen." <laughs> the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. No, I I I really like. I think because we've always said there's a lot of um, design space to explore in the game. Um, and cards like this would really affect, uh, I guess, the flavor of the game. Yeah. Um, Speaking of untapped design space, all right. perfect segue. Ball. Uh, yeah. I wanted to segue into uh, this guy's next card. And just as to allay the concerns of our <laughs> listeners, moving on, I will try to pick other people. But so far, like, A... a there's been just a dearth of content to draw from, and this guy's cards are both like thematically interesting and I don't know. I really enjoy them, so I've been picking them for the past two weeks. But I mean, if we you also... have cards you want. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, no, we, we've also had pretty good discussions on each of the cards, right? Like there, I feel there hasn't been a card where we went. I mean, I'm sure he probably makes a card, some cards that are a little. A little more like, oh, it's just another card in the meta. But, like, um, he's exploring design space and, you know, intertwining it with the lore, right, of the game itself and thematically, right? So there's so many things we can talk about these cards. So, like, I see why you're choosing them. Are you on on r slash custom artifact, Zooch? I think uh, he posted Mars in the r artifact subreddit. So I do poke my head into custom artifact subreddit every once in a while, but... I think that both of these were on the regular subreddit, but I could be wrong. I don't even know anymore. D- all the days are fusing together, and I- I'm in my 30s, so like <laughs> one one week for me is like you know one day for you guys. So uh, that's what it's like. No, as an artifact fan, I mean, I-, I feel like I'm you know you know 10 years of my life has gone just through all this waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the the point I was gonna say is, if you have cards that you want 
us slash me to relentlessly pick apart and dissect and and uh, potentially ridicule you for, please feel free to uh, send them to us. Right in. And, uh, for, right yeah, in. Yeah, for consideration. Of course. Um, all right. The next up uh, is Buddy System, which is a four-mana blue spell. Um, and it has a new keyword, which I will sort of delve into after I read the text in total. It says, link to allied units. Modify both units with quote, activate two, move this unit to the linked units lane, end quote. So um, this guy has created a, a few cards and a couple heroes with the link keyword, which I sort of like intuitively is attach these to, in, like intertwine these mm-hmm. two particular creeps or heroes. I don't know. Specifically, if he says that they have to be heroes, well, or it says they can allied units, well. right? So you sure it could sure. be any two, any two units <laughs> whatsoever. So uh, this is more of a overarching discussion of the link mechanic, I guess. But this was this was the first one that I saw that wasn't extraordinarily complicated, uh, which is to say, like the I don't know the second one that I saw. But, so, um, this feels like kind of like Meepo, except for regular cards. Yeah. But yeah. if you if you put it on two heroes, that's just an absurd amount of maneuverability. And for so your mana pool, right? But yeah, all of a sudden, like all you need is one blink dagger to move two heroes. Or if one hero dies, then you can relocate a second hero as well. It strikes me because this it modifies them so. For the rest of the game, they have this like extra maneuverability that they've got. I I really like the link mechanic because it it adds this extra layer of interplay between the lanes, which I think is very needed. Um, comments, concerns, yeah, questions? no, no, I think definitely like you could definitely see this as some. It's also giving giving active abilities, which I I don't think a lot of standard cards do. Right, if I'm, I don't think that there are any. I don't think there are any non-equipment uh, cards that grant an activated. Yeah, ability. exactly. So there's like, so that's another keen folk musket. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got like keen folk musket, which gives a uh, an ability to the unit, sort of. But I don't think that there are any like modify this unit to have an activated ability. Um, yeah, no, I I think in that case it makes it really because. This means this card will be, I mean, used for the rest of the game, right? Like, are these are these two allied units? Here's the one thing I, I want to talk about, right? Would these two allied units be um, linked even after, like, like, if they're heroes, like, if they respawn, would they still be linked? Well, it says modify them, so presumably oh, then it would. Okay, it, so as you... long as the linked unit's still on the Interesting. So you'd probably yeah. mostly use this for heroes, right? Unless, yeah. unless specifically you had a win condition where you're like brought a creep over, but um, I mean, it's the same thing with most like modify X unit. That's true. Like you would, if you want to, what are the names of the, Avernus's blessing? Yeah, like yeah. You don't ever want to use that on a creep if you can help it. Unless you're too awful evil. <laughs> yeah. With a creep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the, yes, point being, you want the modified to stay on your heroes so that you can continue to use them throughout the game. Uh, like just, 
Yeah. Just, like thinking about the mechanic just from from someone that uh, plays paper card games a lot. I like that it takes advantage of the the digital nature of the game without being an overcomplicated mechanic because on a on a you know in a in a real life environment it would be hard to keep track and to verify which two things are are linked but in a digital space that would, that would be fine. Um, it also brings up the interesting or it makes me wonder <laughs> If if we're gonna have to worry moving forward with the game as more cards are added about uh, movement or repositioning creep with with all of these tools because we have a lot of tools to reposition and move stuff around in set one and I'm assuming that we're gonna get more of that going forward. I wonder if that's gonna be you know if we'll eventually have a deck that's just all repositioning that'll take a lot of you know the you know the it'll be the entire onus will be on the player's skill to take advantage of that that could be interesting yeah yeah definitely so all right <laughs> um i think with this we can move on unless Azusha just has any final thoughts on the card Nah, i i would say that uh i've been really impressed with this guy because he's come he's come up with some other cards that have link and uh if people want they feel free to check out this dude's uh i don't know reddit history shotgun paul yeah Anyway, uh, all right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, I want to talk about. Um, so I I think we brought this out in an re- earlier week where I was thinking about like the D- TCGs and CCGs, um, and how they compare to I guess esports and uh, the way esports is kind of, nor like, uh, I suppose the esports kind of normally develop with these bigger leagues, um, but more specifically, I was thinking about um, pro players, right? Um, cause I feel sometimes it's, a, it feels like it's a lot harder to be consistent, obviously with the amount of randomness that you can find in TCGs or CCGs. Um, so I'm here. My, my point is, all right, you're, you're an up and coming, you know, young esports if what's it, aficionado and, uh, you have a choice. You can, you can choose, choose card games or you can choose, you know, other games. All right. What would be kind of the things going through your mind if you were in that situation? Oh. Maybe Nikita, I, maybe Nikita take this one. Okay. Uh, well, so if I so just so I understand the question completely, so I'm I'm a aspiring esports person and I'm choosing between card games and or others more more action packed titles. Correct? Yeah, like whether it's FPS or, or MOBA. Well, I think I think something that's interesting. Uh, a lot of those, uh, a lot of like, I think I saw more in Counter Strike players as they got older, they would retire and the primary reason that they would give for retiring is because their their reflexes were just not what they used to be. And they say that, you know, all these new kids that are coming on the scene, they're just a lot faster, they're a lot more sharp, they're a lot more quick, and they, they don't you know, they're getting in their it sounds kinda of crazy, but in the late twenties and they just can't they can't match that. So I'm interested to see if we're still the, the, this generation that's you know so into esports and so into gaming. As as it gets older, will we see more? Will we see people in esports and then like card game esports be this like very like older audience? Like not necessarily. You know, I'm not talking like 30s or like late 20s. I'm talking about like actual like 50s and 60s. You know, card game players in esports. I, I that's just something that that comes to mind when when you bring that up. Yeah, and I think I think you. I mean. I don't know if we listen. All right, if you if you're playing the uh, the ASAP Weekly drinking game, here's here's your chance. All right, um, I need to. I feel like at this point it's my shtick, but no. Um, and I feel like that's what's happened with StarCraft, right? Where people can't keep up 
playing obviously like with like yeah. crazy APM. So people much prefer watching it at this point. Um, but um, I mean, I, I and I've heard this before on broadcasts where like um, Harson broadcasts that were saying like, listen, like at least when we're like sixty, we're not going to be like dealing with like arthritis and repetitive like. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, those are definitely things to consider. Zuchis, do you have any thoughts on this? Oh, I've been going to the gym recently. Okay. Okay. To try to try to try to up my uh, game playing. All right. And that's All right. it. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. No. Um. I don't know. I. It, are we still talking about like the physical limitations, or is is this question open to like all? Well, that's just something that came into mind from my perspective when comparing, like, if, if I want to get into an easy... I, I personally prefer the the more laid-back, strategic, sit-down-and-think-about-a-situation rather than the... Although I do appreciate, you know, in, in FPSs where you have to, you know, be on your feet and quick react and all that kind of stuff, but I, I was just so thinking... I, yeah, yeah. I Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no go I, I think everyone... Not everyone, but most of the people who have fallen to, like the ccg market sort of operate on the same level where like we like to take our time and think about things and then make like one decisive move Mm -hmm. um and then there's a whole other subset of gamers like if we're looking at it from like a taxonomical standpoint you know we're all in the kingdom of video game player but we definitely sort of branch out once we get to like the phylum right like (laughs) (laughs) a lot of long words but all right so it's basic high school biology. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, like we we all are video gamers at heart, but like I don't really I enjoy first person shooters, but I would never ever consider myself like particularly adept at them. Nor would I if I were looking to go and break onto the competitive scene. Like I know where my strengths are. I that's not one of my strengths i would play a ccg yeah no i i totally agree but i think something that i find with uh with fps is is uh you get into that sometimes you get into this sort of trance where you're not really thinking about it but you're sort of just going through the motions and you are still like quick quickly reacting and you know you're fighting with your team you're pushing up but you're you're you know sometimes i'm in a sort of different headspace sometimes i think i think i've read about this this is some sort of reported phenomenon uh when people are doing a monotonous task or even with driving like i'm sure you you've zoned out of driving just been thinking about something else completely and then you know you sort of snap into it and you're like oh you're home or you're at your destination i I find myself uh with first person shooters in sort of that same motion but with card games i never i never sort of i never feel like that like that well here's another here's another sorry uh can i make one point for here like i want to go off one point that you made that i didn't even think about so ccgs are almost exclusively like a solitary endeavor Whereas like MOBAs and a lot of first-person shooters are like you are part of a squad, right? So yes. how does that imp- how does that impact it? Like I this is very uh, I hate saying this, but like I hate playing games when I'm on the same team as someone else because if I lose, <laughs> I ju- I wanted to know it's my fault, and I I hate having this like, well if this idiot wasn't on my team, I would have won. Like I, if I lose, I want to be able to not have to blame anyone else but myself. Something I want to say to that before Flash will get to your point. Uh, I think that's actually why team games are have 
with the advent of, of MOBAs and all that have gotten so popular is because I think a lot of people are in the opposite mindset where they don't want to have <laughs> it all be on them of, oh, no, I lost. It's entirely my fault. I want them. They want to be a sort of part of this collective thing where, you know, we all fought together, but we all lost. It, it's just sort of a, a nicer, a nicer feeling. I think that's why team games have, have taken off the way the way they have. But yeah. And, and to that point, I, I think um, the one thing. Uh, just my just to bring it back right to to my original question a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you are a the one thing that always makes me hesitate whether card games is like the right choice is that the element of RNG in card games just feels a step above any like even crit chance or whatever in other games, right? Mm-hmm. And that was always something that I felt dissuaded me from being like, all right, let's go all in on this. Because, like, sometimes you could be playing someone significantly worse than you and they could be winning, right? And it's True. not, it's not like, it's not like, oh, like, you know, like, I feel like in an FPS game, like, someone, you know, if, if there's an underdog that's winning, they're in the zone. Like, they just hit, like, all of a sudden they hit, like, some lucky break and you're playing worse. And it's like, an, it's a, a whole bunch of other factors that contribute to this upset while, you know, while it almost feels like card games sometimes it's like, it's great for viewership, trust me. But like, sometimes it's like, Oh, okay. Like I'm just going to lucky on my card draw. Yeah. I mean, them's the breaks, right? Like it's the difference between uh, something like soccer and, and poker where one, there's like no luck quote unquote in soccer, but, Poker is primarily skill based, but there's still a lot of of inherent RNG in it. So, I mean, I, th- I think we've we've probably gone over uh, randomness in card games before, but uh, so I probably already made this point. But I mean, the the perfect example of a game that has no the strategic turn based game that has no luck is chess, and chess is is great, but it's also if you want to start playing it at a competitive level, you have to you know there's enough literature to to fill a library <laughs> that that covers you know even the first couple moves. I think I think that's why a lot of you know these card games that we enjoy have those those luck elements is because you need that chance to sort of you know just make it so you have that sort of fun so you can start developing all of these all these skills that are needed to play on that high level listen all right i mean am i gonna like believe in the heart of the cards like that (laughs) i want you could i i mean i i feel like maybe that's what drew me in at least when i was younger to uh to Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day but that's a story for another day all right i think we're gonna move on from this topic um, okay. We're keeping things moving today, all right? You know, I feel like uh, no long-winded rants uh, yeah. for myself is really just, you know, making sure that you get the most important part of the podcast without the auxiliary, all right? Um, so with that in mind, we are going to go to our final topic, um, and it is that the player, what is it, the player count <clears throat> has fallen is it the 24-hour one, I believe? Yeah, I think it's a daily player count. The daily player count has fallen below 500. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah, who wants to... Nikita, you want to take that? I mean, there there's a couple of things. Those numbers aren't necessary. I, I do believe it. I'm not in denial, but... I don't. They're not always accurate because when Steam does go down, they stop tracking it, and but the graph uh, still keeps going, and the average is still. Uh, keeps getting tracked 
And a, a lot of times what happens, happens with every game is as soon as, you know, a game goes down, people just sort of stop thinking about it for a couple hours and they'll only come back to it, you know, you know, maybe the day after and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, th- those, num- those numbers aren't, but that being said, I, yeah, I, I do believe that, you know, it's, and I'll say to this, to my point, right? I haven't been playing much recently, but I also haven't had time to play anything much recently. So, I, I don't know. It, it, it's also because I've, I've always thought this, like the Artifact player base was always on the older side. So if you're yeah. if you're working, like, it's usually a little harder to, like, fit time and you always you have to kind of partition what you want to be doing, when you want to be doing. And, you know, after, I'm going to be honest, after eight hours of... Uh, being you know in a place where you're working um, slaving for the man yeah except i'm <laughs> i'm 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 doing that without making money so it's even worse but that's that's the story for another day um internships are fun um no but uh i feel like the i don't want to when i get back i don't want to be doing something that involves a lot of thinking all right <laughs> sitting down and concentrating for the next half hour when my brain is already mush right I don't know. I mean, for me, I don't know, man. Maybe I get off in this, but <laughs> I really like just like intense mental gymnastics. Well, Zuchus, congratulations! So, all right, maybe you're one part of that 500 people then. Yeah, that's yep. Um, I feel like that's like a subtle insult. No, 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 not at all, not at all. But um, but <laughs> you still play artifacts. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, who plays artifacts? No, I, I think it's a bigger thing, and I've said this before. Like, I don't think the reta- retaining whatever the player... The players that are playing right now, I think a lot of them are tournament players. So, mm-hmm. people who are logging on just to play tournaments, and I think that's the most fun you can have in the game currently. Um, but even even tournaments uh, have started kind of being like, alright, well, until Valve does an update, or we see some kind of change, like, we don't even know if we're going to f- go forward with these big tournaments that they announced. That's fair. I I think it's completely fair. I think honestly, right now, even if you're, you know, even if you had no issues with any of the stuff outside the gameplay, if you're totally into Artifact, I think we might be just reaching that point in time where, you know, something, you know, has to has to change. It doesn't doesn't matter if you you were a hater or if you liked it or not. It's, you know, yeah, you might. I think the player base doesn't at this point, whether it's 500 or 2000, it doesn't. It won't affect what happens when the announcement happens. I feel, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, le- so let me let me throw a question out to you guys, uh, just sort of a hypothetical, sort of fun. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. <laughs> you you guys want to place bets on when an actual patch comes out, like the big like artifact to save patch? We could take like a, a pool. Um. Uh... I mean, sure, yeah. Zuchas, what's your guess? <laughs> well, that's not the... I thought you guys would be, like, all over this. No, uh, I, I, I don't, don't want to be proven wrong. Or, I want, or right. Listen, I want to bet over-under, right? Okay, all right. Here, here's the over... I'll give you the over-under date, and you guys can choose. Uh, I'm going to say three weeks from now, March 20, 28th. Ooh, okay, I was going to say at some point in March... I don't know when in March, but March has been something that just I don't know. I just keep hearing people say it might be just you know another another like another Thursday type of thing where people are just saying it. But I don't know. I think March seems like a a good date. All right, I'm not gonna take the over or the under. This was a trick question. It's gonna be the 28th of March. All right. 
All right. <laughs> All right, sure. I can't argue with that. All right, I'll take the over. All right, there so we if go. It's, if, if it's exactly the 28th, then Flash wins. Uh, if it's before the 28th, then Nikita wins. And if it's after the 28th, then I win. All right. But the listeners will win <laughs> if it's next week. So, yeah. The that's listeners what I'll are say. always win. The in, listeners in... will always win. All right. Maybe, listen, listen, I'll promise this much. Next week, all right. Um, if there is no patch, all right, before our show, I promise a 15 to 20 minute rant, all right, at the beginning of the show. That's my promise to the listeners. That's a big promise. So do, does Nikita and I have to join in the call at 11, or can we just come in at like 11? <laughs> I, need, I need that live reaction, all right? I need the, the uh, smirks, the random tidbits to keep me going, all right? Because if, if, if I'm by myself, I'm going to like... Lose, lose, I don't know, lose something. Yeah, it will be your cheer. It'll be, you got him, Flash. You tell him. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll ask you guys this. I've been a part of both kinds of communities of like small, small card game communities and big card game communities. What, what do you guys prefer? Because I actually do enjoy the, I'll, I'll say first, I enjoy the smaller communities more. I, I like seeing a lot of familiar names. I, I think that's true. Um, I think, though, I don't like the non-existent communities mm. and at least for now it doesn't seem like artifact has that but um you do you do get tired of not having information right so you're just That's all, true it i don't know like i don't see too many people being like let's go in and you know like just do like a four-man tournament and like let's like you know what i mean i i, I feel like if you were gonna have a small community it'd be cool if you'd had like regular uh, meetups or ways for people to interact but right now it's more just like okay there's a couple people that that i see often and they're providing content that's great but uh but uh All right, it sounds like we should wrap it up are you hearing yelling in the background <laughs> Zuchas, did you hear some yelling because i heard some yelling. I, heard, I heard some commotion yeah all right um <laughs> listen i'm gonna go figure out what the commotion is you guys Keep answering this question from Nikita. We'll we'll vamp for you. All right, all right. All right, right let's so, we take over the podcast. All right, so here, how about this? We have an ASAP Weekly podcast tournament where the three of us invite one random lucky listener, Ooh. and we play a a four man tournament. For and, and, then, and then what? And then what? And then what? Happened? What is the results of that? Bragging rights. Bragging rights. I don't know. What if one of us wins? It's gonna suck for the one guy. It's, well, I mean, like I, I had I had these three guys invite me on, and then I just lost, and then and then they bragged about it. Yeah, that's a way to boost our egos. Okay, I don't, you know what? I'm actually on board for that. Yeah, that way we can um, we can have something to talk about. And we can just use it as bragging rights for the other two against the other two people. Wait, what's going on? What's the other two people? You oh. and Nikita. What did or... I miss? All right, I felt like I missed something important here. Probably not. Nothing all right, on this auto... no, Nothing on this podcast is important. That's, a, so. that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, we're very like important. When, all right. When we are active. the premier. All right. Artifact podcast. All right. Fight me. All right. I think. I think it's time to wrap it up. I think we're good. He doesn't even care what we actually said. Okay, wait. Well, like, listen. I'll, I'll listen in post, all right? I'll listen in post. 
I mean, do you do you want me? Do you want me to say something about what you guys said? No, <laughs> not at all. I want yeah, you to listen Flash, to post. Flash is our biggest fan. He listens to this podcast all the time. Yeah, I listen. You you think you think that first podcast was like the uh, two hundred or something people, um, but it was just me listening to it on one hundred ninety to like two hundred devices. All right, different Very devices impressive. every day. All right, that's, that, that's the secret. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's been good. It's been fun. Uh, it's been a little short, and I think for myself and Zuchas, this is actually really nice that we can actually go to sleep at a decent time. Um, we hope you enjoyed it, you know? Not a lot of... Well, I was going to say not a lot of filler, but that last part, I guess, was filler. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it was something deep and profound that I missed, all right, that I didn't get it. Filler is sometimes the best part, like a Boston oh my goodness. donut. Are you going to tell me that Fumal Alchemist is better than Brotherhood again? Um, no, no. So, hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. There it is. There it is. All right. With that in mind, um, what 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 can you do? How about uh, enjoy? This is this is your mission for the week. All right. Play one game of Artifact. All right. <laughs> and then. <laughs> I can, I can't do, I can't do this already. All right. Stop. All right. All right. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen, two things. One, it'll probably bring up that player count, that 24-hour player count, all right, single-handedly, because that's how awesome we are. But two, at the end of the game, you're going to go, enter, I hope you have a great day, or a great week, or something, something nice, all right? Compliment them in the chat. Boom. That's what I was going to. Zoo just took it away. I mean, if we if we we had a hundred guys, uh, we had like a hundred something listens on the on the last one. So if if everybody that was listening just booted up artifact, we could give like some. That's a crazy percentage. In- We're, yeah, we, that's, that's, that's the amount of power we have. All right, we have the power to change artifact forever. All right, good night. Bye. See ya.